welcome to Teal Table Talks. Join us around the table for an in-depth and behind-the-scenes look at Soundscapes and the community we serve. I'm Carol Minter, Executive Director at Soundscapes, and my special guest today is Mayor Philip Jones. Mayor Philip D. Jones is the 27th Mayor of Newport News, Virginia, and our city's youngest elected mayor. Mayor Jones is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, as well as Harvard Kennedy School for his Master of Public Policy and Harvard Business School for his MBA. Over the last decade, Mayor Jones has served in leadership roles in the public and private sectors, both as a Marine Corps Infantry Officer, thank you for your service, Thank you. and as a management consultant with a leading global firm. Mayor Jones' uh, vision for Newport News is to become an all-American city. He's focused on leveraging public-private partnerships, modernizing city hall processes, and elevating the Newport News narrative on a national level. Thank you for joining me today. Really appreciate your time. Carol, I'm really excited to be here. Whenever Soundscapes needs me, I think as the mayor of Newport News, I should be available. So thank you so much for the invite. Wonderful. Well, you are coming up now on uh, almost six months as mayor. How's it going? Yeah, it's been so one I tell everyone to be to be sort of mayor of your hometown is a humbling experience. Uh, my parents live six minutes away from here. Uh, I live three minutes south of here. So I think it's, it's just great to come back and to be mayor. Um, I think obviously we had a rough couple of weeks um, for the whole administration with the incidents that happened at Richneck. Um, but I do think that the community pulled together. I think city council, the manager, the school board, everyone really came together uh, to make sure that we were uh, going to prevent that situation from happening ever again and to make sure that we had everything in place. So uh, all in all, uh, I think it's been a, a long six months, but I'm looking forward to really taking the summer to reset on city council and their priorities and to make sure that we have the right vision for our city. Wonderful. You know, I'm, I am really excited about our city leadership right now. Um, not only did you join in January, but we also had three other new city council members join in January. We, we have did. a lot of fresh energy. Yeah. Um, this is a little strange for me to say, but our new leadership makes me feel old. <laughs> and I'm not old, but I love we've got such youthful and, and such great energy yeah. on city council right now. Like it's, it's very exciting as a citizen to see how our leadership is developing. Um What's what are you excited about right now? Like, what's something that's going on in our city that that makes you excited? Yeah, I think when you look at the composition of city council, I think of it as a body where you have, you know, Councilman Vic is the heart or Councilman Ely is the eyes. Like everyone has their role and everyone plays it in a perfect manner. And so I'm really excited just about the teamwork that you mm -hmm. see. All of us get along. There's no petty differences. So that's what I'm most excited about. I'm excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about the future. Because once you have a strong team, that sets the foundation. That's the baseline. Then you can do all the cool things that you want to get done. But it all comes back to the team. That, that's that's important. I'm I'm glad to hear that everybody yeah. gets along well. Yeah. I mean, so do you feel like you have kind of a shared vision for where the city is going? We do. I think uh, so. We have a city council retreat in a few weeks, mm -hmm. and from there we're going to talk about the five year plan. You know, are we going to move city hall? Are we going to which high school are we going to build? How are we going mm -hmm. to develop uh, whether it's the airport or downtown, different parts of our city, Lee Hall, Inview uh, Plantation. There's a lot that we we have to do, mm -hmm. um, but I do believe everyone wants to move the city forward, and I. Think I think that mentality is hard to come by in a lot of cities. Sure. Absolutely. Know that forward thinking yeah. vision. Um, yeah, it's not always what you get. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. As a citizen, I'm very excited to hear that. No, that's great. 
Um, so, so something we were talking about a little bit kind of before the camera started rolling, um, you are everywhere all the time. <laughs> I try to be. I, really, I, it is very impressive, but you you are at, I, well, we run into each other a lot, uh-huh. so you're out in the community a lot. I am. Um, I was, I, so I have, I follow your uh, mayoral Facebook page okay. and just in the last couple of weeks, let's see, you've been at graduations. Correct. You've been representing Newport News up in D.C. Correct. Um, you were teaching swimming lessons at the I YMCA. Was. Correct. <laughs> Great times. So this is fun, right? So, yeah. I mean, um, how do you eat, sleep, and breathe? Yeah, I think looking back <laughs> at the last six days, I've been in five states in six days. Okay. Um, representing Newport News at, you know, obviously local level at graduation. Yeah. Uh, the regional level, um, it was the mayor's conference, which I didn't really post about, but I was in Ohio for a day That's and cool. a half, and then in D.C. at the, at the White House. And so... Uh, I just try to optimize my day. I get up every single morning at the same time. Mm-hmm. I have the same sort of morning routine. I end the night, you know, at a, at a late time. I try to. Uh, I practice the zero inbox mentality. So oh, yeah. I cannot I'm here go. For zero inbox. I cannot go to sleep <laughs> unless every email has been sent or yep. at least assigned to be sent. Yep. Um, that's how I get it done. But I think to do this job right, you have to be everywhere. Yeah. I think you have. I think that's where you really get a pulse on the community, especially because Newport News is this sort of banana-shaped city. We're like right. over twenty miles long, right. like half a mile wide, yeah. and so there's really five or six different Newport News, and you have to mm-hmm. you have to be on the ground. And that's one something I learned in the Marine Corps is that leadership is there, they're present, and they're at the point of friction. And so that's where I try to be everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I love your description of the city of of being kind of these different Newport Newses within. It. It's one of the things I love about our yeah. community is yeah. that there are. There's so much diversity and so mm-hmm. much, um, so many different communities within our community. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it sounds like that's really kind of built into sort of your philosophy of leadership. Is it that is. fair? The the idea of being there, being present. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a there's a quote we said in the infantry, nothing can be accomplished unless there's boots on the ground. And that's, that's how I look at it. I think it's servant leadership. I think mm-hmm. the role exists to serve uh, the citizens and to make sure that we're not going to agree on everything. Uh, but I'm going to make the best decision with all the data that I have to move the city forward and to improve quality of life for all citizens, not just sure. one part of the city, but all parts of sure. the city. No, well, and I appreciate you make yourself accessible to, yeah. to, to folks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that you and I have in common yes. is we both grew up in this area. Yes. So I now you were not born here, I don't no, think. No, no, I was born in Japan. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's definitely not here. A little, little farther <laughs> a away. A little further away. Yeah. When did you actually come to Newport News with your family? Yeah, so we moved to this area in fifth grade. So my okay. my mother and father they were in the Air Force, so they mm-hmm. were stationed at Langley Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, we like we actually moved around quite a bit. So we were in Kiln Creek for a little bit. Okay. Then we went to York County and Running Man, mm-hmm. and then I think we moved back to Kiln Creek, and then to finally to, to Port Warwick. And mm-hmm. so uh, I went to high school at Hampton Christian. Mm-hmm. So that was like my elementary and high school time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went to church at Bethel Temple in Hampton. So I, I call myself a true son of the Peninsula. Absolutely. You yeah. got like all the little all got, the jurisdictions. I got there. everything yeah, yeah, yeah. except everything except for Williamsburg. Yeah, and yep. there. Absolutely. So so my story, okay, I don't have the Japan piece, okay. but I so I was born in Hampton, lived there for nine years, okay. moved to Newport News in fourth grade. Okay. And then and then grew up um all here the way. in Newport News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so similar story. Okay. Um so wh- what do you remember from growing up in this area? Like what did you do? What was what are the things that you remember being fun with you and your friends? Uh so I tell I tell everyone I tell everyone this. I I used to love City Center. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's where uh, back in high school you used to go up there. I think a lot of people like made out up there, so <laughs> that was a good a yeah. good a good high school hangout. But yeah. no, I had I think I had a lot of a lot of fun in the area, just visiting the museums and just the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was so nice and friendly. It's a military sort of community. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's a transient community. Uh, used to go to Smitty's in Hampton. You know, mm-hmm. just just growing up on the peninsula, um, I really just I think growing up here, everyone's like, I want to leave. You know, when they finish high school. Yeah. But then everyone is, bo- I call it the the boomerang, right? Everyone yeah. real, at a certain age, it's like 27, 28, people are like, you know what? I think I want to go back home. And there's mm-hmm. that pool and there's that calling to come back. Did you, were, was that, were you one of those? You you can admit it. Were, were you were you like, I'm going to leave. I'm not really, I've got bigger, I've got different ambitions. Yeah. Like, I actually thought I was going to stay in the military for 20 uh, years. Yeah. Um, but just... I really just wanted a bigger impact on life, um, yeah. and I love I love the Marine Corps. It's uh, yeah. it's like one of the biggest pieces of my identity, and I'm still in the the Marine Corps Reserves right now. So like the I didn't one, know that. yeah, so the one Fantastic. week in a month, two weeks in the summer. So wow. I'm I'm literally everywhere sometimes. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. But I think after in business school, I realized the importance of access to capital and financial literacy, and I realized in certain communities there was a delta, there was a capability gap. And I realized, you know what? I'm going to come back home and serve in some capacity. Um, and that, that capacity just happened to be mayor. I love that. Yeah. No, that's great. So, I, and, and I love that that was not necessarily where you thought you were heading. Yeah. It's just it's just how life, life yeah, happens. Life takes us in interesting directions. I, I thought I'd be heading to the West Coast. Okay. So, um, and, and ended up starting to um, date my husband, who is also from here. Okay. He didn't want to go any further north. I didn't want to go any further south. And here we are and actually love our community. Yeah. Love our community. But it's, it's what you're saying is definitely true that folks who grew up here don't always appreciate it as much as we should. So young people that are watching, this is a wonderful place. You should stay here. Exactly. But no, really, I, I couldn't love this community more yeah. now as an adult, as a, as a parent, as you know, raising my two boys here now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good place to be. Good. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk for a minute about soundscapes. Okay. So, so for those of you who are watching, who are who, are, who may not be as familiar with soundscapes, um, soundscapes is is a youth development program here based in Newport News. We have music education for young people through daily after school programs, through summer camps, through the Peninsula Youth Orchestra, and and the whole purpose of what we're doing is is really it's. It's about music, but it's about more than music. It's a youth development program, and we're about developing good citizens and and people who are going to be develop the skills they need to succeed in whatever it is they're trying to do in life, and to be contributing to our community. So you you actually got to come see Soundscapes last year. I you did. came to one of our summer camps. I loved it. Yeah. So so talk about what what was your impression because you really didn't know anything about our program until you got to come see it right no, no idea so yeah. i think i think it's important i think for years everyone said stem 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 right. and i think stem is important but if you add the a if you add it, it becomes steam and i think yeah. that's really important i think that is the total comprehensive view of how we can develop our children and so when the invite was given to come to soundscapes i was like oh i used to play the trumpet as you know uh years ago it was not mm-hmm. very good but i can still okay. kind of play <laughs> uh but played the trumpet and so i i believe there's a Uh, a part of the city that needs to be developed and that's arts and culture that helps develop a different part of the mind more than just math and science and so when I came there and I got to play the drums with the kids Mm -hmm. and just listen in I could just see the excitement on their face something new something different uh, and it just it just opens up a whole new avenue of life for them absolutely well no and and I love what you said because um, when we talked then I just really picked up on the fact that you really understand the value of arts and culture 
Yeah, and, and not just for our program, but for the community as a whole. Um, why do you think that's important for a thriving community like ours? I think when you look at what makes a great community, it, you can't just have a thousand pizza places or a thousand banks or a thousand schools. Or you, it's, you need a diversity. I think diversity is a strength, but it's all forms of diversity. And if you look at all the great cities, they have a thriving arts culture. It's mm -hmm. art and culture combined. Mm -hmm. um, and most people don't know this, but the, through sort of the new administration, we've been applying for a lot of Bloomberg Arts grants. Okay. There's a $1 million, $1 million grant. Hopefully, we're okay. able to get that. They pick three or four cities uh, <laughs> a year. But if yeah. we're able to get that, we can truly transform um, parts of the city. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I love hearing that. Fantastic. Um, and I know you've talked about wanting Newport News to be an all-American city. Is there some – is there an arts – and culture piece to that as it well. All, it all goes together. Yeah. And so I think it's about how do we make sure we have, I think we have the best teachers uh, in the country in Newport Absolutely. News. How can we make sure that we have high SOL? How do we make sure that we have good economic development, mm -hmm. high paying jobs? Think about Jefferson Lab and the tech center and all the tech transfer that we could have. Mm -hmm. So there's just different parts of it. But I tell everyone, like Newport News has all of the assets. It's a puzzle. We have all the pieces. Yeah. We just need to put it together. But that That's part, great. that one of the parts we're missing is the arts and culture. Yeah. And that's why Soundscapes is so important. Can't argue with that. There it is. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the, the other piece of what we do, of course, the arts piece is huge. Yeah. Um, we're definitely, you know, introducing music to young people who might not otherwise have access. And we're we're also uh, making sure that we have lots of free performances in the community. So we're definitely contributing to that. But really, the other, the other kind of flip side of what we do, and that's really important, is that we are developing young people. And we're giving them a, a positive place to be and to develop. Um, you mentioned kind of at the very beginning your start to your mayoral 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 yeah. is that the right term yeah, yeah. mayoral term yeah. um it was a rocky start yeah. that that you know we had an incident of community gun violence here and that really i mean shook our community mm -hmm. and and our community since then has been in a lot of conversation a lot of dialogue about what can we do as a community mm -hmm. to make sure nothing like that ever happens again mm -hmm. And, and I personally believe that youth intervention programs, getting to the young people before they even start down that path of mm -hmm. either becoming a perpetrator or, an, or a victim of gun violence, that that needs to be part of the solution, right? Um, so, I mean, I think that's one thing that I'm really seeing in our city and I'm really proud of as our city that we're having these tough conversations as a community. Um, but I know there's been investment by the city in programs that are these kind of youth intervention programs. Um, but, I mean, it, it, what do you see as the role of programs like ours that are kind of these youth intervention programs? What can we be doing to help support and, and make sure nothing like that happens again? I actually have a, a pretty good story or, or vignette for this. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was in grad school, I took a class by former Mayor Nutter of uh, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he's sort of been following me um, throughout my entire career. And um, I saw him after the shooting at, at Richneck, mm -hmm. and I was just getting advice. And I told him about, hey, I'm trying to go to every single murder scene and show up and be visible. And he said, you cannot go to every single scene and you cannot talk to every single mother. He said, but what you can do is that you can make policies and procedures that help prevent that. And that's how I see the, the violence interruption program is it's a wraparound services. It happens far before the actual incident of gun violence. But if we're able to divert just to 
few individuals um, that's going to have a macro level effect on the city. And so that's how I see the role of mayor or city council is we need to fund programs that help divert people, get them off that quote unquote bad path, right. but just back into a pipeline. Because yes, I've worked hard in my life, but I'm a product of, of pipelines, whether it's, you know, you get, I think cradle to college instead of school to school to uh, the prison pipeline. It's all about um, pipelines and how we develop that. Wonderful. No, I'm I'm really glad to hear that. Actually, that's great. So, I I like I said, I appreciate all that you're doing in our city right now. Um, and we've talked a little bit about soundscapes. We've talked a little bit about the work that you're doing. Um, now, you've mentioned you mentioned that you did at one point play the trumpet, but yes. you are not necessarily an active musician Correct. right now. That's Correct. okay. I'm not either. I, it's it's okay. There's a role for us <laughs> in the audience too, right? So um, I have a couple of questions for you, but I'm you don't ready. have to be a musician to answer. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. All right, here are our rapid fire four. Let's do it. Okay, number one, what is your favorite instrument? Oh, trumpet. Easy. There you go. Yeah. These aren't going to be too hard. Okay. All right, number two, what is a memorable recent concert that you attended? Ooh, a concert. Um, I don't, does Alvin Ailey count as a, I mean, that's like ballet. I don't know if that's a quote unquote yeah, concert. Well, you know, we'll, I'll say we'll Alvin Ailey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, what was your dream job as a kid? Mayor. Really? Uh -huh. Really? Uh-huh. Well, this is working out for you. There it is. <laughs> uh, if you had one magic wish for soundscapes, Ooh. what would it be? And magic, like you can, anything. Expand it times 10. Okay. Across the entire Hampton Roads. Amazing. There it is. Yeah. We'll work on that. I like it. Okay. That's it. Okay. Thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for watching and listening. Thanks for joining us around the teal table. Learn more at soundscapes.org. Soundscapes is supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts, Virginia Commission for the Arts, Newport News Arts Commission, Carnegie Hall through the Play USA program, LA Phil through the Partners in Music Learning program, Cesario Foundation, Pound Bank, the Bernadine Franciscan Sisters Foundation, and the City of Newport News. Recorded at Soundscape Studios. Original theme music by Joe Hamm.